0: Okay, and yeah, ready to go whenever you are. Okay, let me just throw this in the deep freeze. I'm down there now. Okay, I've been doing everything with one hand. <laughs> Here's two sacks. Yeah, no, and no rush. Just if you'd like to tell the story with like a, a glass of brandy in your hand too, we can. I can give you a couple minutes. Oh, you're going to supply it? <laughs> yeah, I'll mail it out to you. <laughs> okay. All right, okay. I'm. i Let's go. Great. Oh, okay. Well, I have a... A couple, I recall back in the 1970s. I was leaving grade 12. It might have been 1973. And we were in Maple Maple Ridge. My parents had purchased a very old house that was built in the, probably in the 1940s. I think something like that. It was a Saturday, and my mom was out shopping. My dad was working at the barbershop. It was just my brother and I home. We, our rooms are in the attic of this house, and I have a solid white oak door with a crystal doorknob. And I was just lying on the bed reading something. It's just a bit afternoon, I, I figure. And then I'm looking at my doorknob, and I could swear that it was turning a bit to the left, a bit to the right, and then it just suddenly flew open. Pretty good. I don't think that could have been. When also my our doors get they they get stuck. They stick on the edge. They're not lined up. So you usually got to push it hard. So this is flew open, and I go, no brother, it's it's my brother. I jump out and look, and I have a clear shot, looking out my door all the way downstairs. So there's no way you could have cleared it. I said, oh okay, how did that happen? So then I I walked through my sister's room, was upstairs still. And then we can get into her bathroom, which overlooks, we had eight acres and I could look right down through the farm and the chicken coop door was open. And so probably 50 meters from the house, I see my brother come out with some eggs. You know, I'm a little skeptic about ghosts and stuff, but I can't explain that one. Later on, my parents sold the house and they moved on and uh, to another area in Big on Laity Street. But she was talking, I believe it was a banker. I'm, I can't quite remember, but he knew the owners or I believe were the owners that bought it, might've been a banker. I can't remember, but anyhow, the new owners, hired an exorcist. <laughs> exercise the house afterwards because i guess freaky things would happen so that was that was interesting well the whole time we lived in there we lived in there for several years my mom would always hear bangs and bumps in the night or downstairs in the middle of the day she would hear things always upstairs so whoever moved in whatever was going on there i guess they didn't like the new owners And were you, was your family the second owners of that house, or had it been, the the bankers before Uh, you, were they the original owners? The previous owner of the fruise, I don't know if he was the original one who who built it, but he had told us that 50s or late 40s, because the original people that had that property the house wasn't built yet, were from Japan, and she was a beautiful lady, and they weren't their butts off clearing the land there you know and I, I remember mom saying that her hands became quite calloused and it just worked really hard and when the war broke out after the bombing of Pearl Harbor in 1941 there was internment cats in Canada and they lost their property there and then I guess it went up for sale and then I don't know if we bought from the owner that bought bought the land and then he built the house but while we were living there the original owners who lost it they moved back to japan after world war ii they came back and they came and visited us and they wanted to look at all the the trees fruit trees they planted we we toured the whole thing with them and they they told us uh, how hard they worked on it and then they they had lost it So Steve told me this story and he wasn't sure about the family and he said you'd have a little bit more information about the, the Japanese family that lived there before. Is that what you, is that what he told
1: me I, I only know what the realtor told us and the people we bought it from. How it was built in the twenties, I think, the house, mm-hmm. and then the government took it during the war and they went back to Japan. That's all I know about the house.
0: Okay. And, that much. and what about what you what you heard or what you experienced when you lived there?
1: Well, that's what I can remember is like in the kitchen with my apron tied behind me. Something tugged on it and it came undone. And I'm in the middle of the kitchen. I'm not nearest anything that I can catch on. Nothing like that. Yep. And a friend was spending the night and I gave her the one bedroom where the door was hard to open and close, it stuck. And when she got into bed, the door opened and closed. She thought it was me making sure she was okay. And I said, No, not me. So, you know, and then another friend was visiting and there was a crash upstairs. And I thought, What is that? And had a German Shepherd who wasn't afraid of anything. Wouldn't go upstairs. <laughs> I said, "Go upstairs," and she wouldn't go. So it was just little things like that that mm-hmm. you kind of wonder, you know, there's something not quite right.
0: Yeah, that's so
1: good. That, that's that's probably a good thing. I think so. Yeah. Okay. Well, thanks so much, June. Okay, well, good luck with your
0: podcast. Thank you. I appreciate it.
1: Okay. (laughs) Bye-bye. Bye-bye.